It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What are the three key fantasy football questions facing the 2023 Pittsburgh Steelers? It's time to break down that team right here, right now. As we begin another edition of Locked On Fantasy Football. You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Ironman. I'm not doing this. I'm writing about NFL and fantasy football for SportingNews.com. We're deep into our series looking at all 32 teams, asking the three key fantasy football questions we want answers to. Ahead of training camp, we're now to the final team in the AFC North, so only have half a conference left with all the teams in the AFC South and West left for you. The Steelers, our last team, from the north, a very intriguing team. The Steelers should have an uh, offensive upside and rebound from last season as the, a young offense gets a little bit more offensive line help here. And looking forward to what we can get out of Kenny Pickett, Najee Harris, George Pickens, Deontay Johnson. Pretty good core players there, including Pat Freemuth at tight end. So there is some fantasy value to be had and maybe some untapped value that – disappointed or underwhelmed last season the Steelers should have the arrow pointing up we will ask the three key questions looking at Harris looking at the wide receivers and pick it on today's show we'll dive right into that moment thanks again for making lockdown fantasy football your first listen today subscribe and follow for free wherever you get your podcasts we're part of locked on podcast network your team every day your fantasy football team every day as well this episode of Locked on Fantasy Football is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's linkedin.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, let's dive right into the Steelers. Najee Harris will ask that key question. Is he being undervalued as an RB2 right now? And I think the answer is generally yes let's look at the numbers 
from Harris last year. He finished his RB14 in terms of overall scoring and half point PPR. RB18, however, in average scoring. So down there well into the RB2, so outside of the top 12 there. But guess where his ranking is here in half point PPR, according to the expert consensus on Fantasy Pros? It is RB12. So people are not sure if to go above that and put him in the top 10 and make him a firm RB1, or do they drop him a little bit and expect numbers from last year? Something to keep in mind, uh, the year before, 2021, was a big year. He finishes RB4 in overall scoring, RB9 in average scoring. So it's a little bit of a downgrade from a couple years ago, a considerable upgrade from last year. Now, the Steelers don't have a lot of vacated work in the backfield, 20 touches, 22 touches, I should say, from Benny Snell. 20 of those have been carries. So he's not in this mix anymore, but you have Jalen Warren and the other depth on this team. Let's look at his numbers from last year, Harris. Very durable. That's one thing I have to say so far early in his career. Very strong runner, very tough runner, well-built here, stocky type back here. So 17 games played last year, 272 carries. That's a healthy number. You're looking for 250-plus there. When you're targeting RB1, 1,034 yards rushing. This was with 3.8 yards per carry, by the way. He ends up getting seven touchdowns. In the passing game, he was active. Not a lot of yards, 229, but caught 41 of 53 targets, three TDs there. When he added all up, 313 touches. That's very good, of course. Uh, the opportunities raised above that. 12 more with the targets, 1,263 yards and 10 TDs. So overall, that's a great Solid season, but it's an RB2 season at this stage. You want a little bit more in terms of the scoring and yards to really push him that way. Now, he did kind of get off to a slow start last year. That's why the yards per carry were down. But then as the season got on, he got stronger. I think his games get on, he gets stronger as well. And that's what the Steelers kind of realized, both of those things. He was a 20-carry consistent back as they were winning games down the stretch with Kenny Pickett playing a little bit better, the offense being able to stay on the field and execute here. So a lot of things that were going well here for Harris happened in the second half of last season. That's a good carryover here into 2023. The blocking will be better. There's no doubt about it here. Dan Moore Jr. is a big liability on the left side. Now you get Broderick Jones. Moore still may battle him a little bit, but the kid out of Georgia, the first-round pick, is in great position to start right away. You also have Isaac Smalo stealing from that Eagles elite offensive line at left guard. So you have new left tackle, new left guard in the works here. Last year they invested in center and right guard, Mason Cole and James Daniels. Those two should be better, more cohesive into their blocking scheme this year. Now, there's not a lot behind Harris. Jalen Warren is still the main guy. Anthony McFarland is in the mix without Snell. But 105 touches for Warren last year, 583 yards and a touchdown. So Warren, I think there was a little bit of a blow up and hype that he would have a big role behind Harris. That didn't quite materialize here. It's a team that threw 55% of the time, 45% running a pretty healthy number here for Harris. And again, those 3.8 yards per carry, that can go up big time here with the blocking. If you get 4.3, you're in good shape. That's just a half yard more part of the workload and I think the workload will still be pretty higher so not much change in backfield but not much with the addition of the backfield either without snow which is a good thing you, you want to make sure those are not replaced so potential for 20 to 25 more touches coming the way of Harris this season and Warren may be seeing a lesser role so 
Again, Harrison, a good spot here. Upgrade offensive line. The quarterback should be better. The passing game should stretch the field a little bit better, create better running lanes. You have good blocking tight ends as well, led by Pat Freerbooth. So everything lines up for Harris to have his best season yet here in year three. I think overall in terms of yards per carry, I don't know if the numbers are going to quite match what we saw in 2021, but I still think they're higher than the RB12. I think you're looking at a solid RB1 that you're looking at overall. I just think he's that trustworthy, the volume, the durability. That's what you're going to get. It's one of the safer picks that you can make at RB. If you're not pounding the table to take one of those RBs early, if you're looking in the 6 to 12 range, you're in really good shape with Harris as a back half RB1 who could finish in the top half easily here in half-point PPR with his role. The passing game, Steelers improved offense, and overall uh, more bang for the buck and more efficiency from Harris in 2023. All right, there you have a look at why we're high on Najee Harris, the volume, the talent, all that lines up pretty well here this season. The wide receiver core a little bit different. We need to navigate through that. They were definitely disappointing both George Pickens and Deontay Johnson last year's clear-cut starters, especially Chase Claypool traded. So we'll get into that in our second segment here. One of the sponsors of this episode also are bird dogs and really bird dogs you can't get better with the comfort with the shorts you need for summer bird dogs khaki shorts are designed to flit slimmer through the thigh and give you a better sculpted look with your leg and they fit way better than regular shorts that are made of a stiff restricting cotton how did bird dogs fix this issue they invented cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement and uh, when you're moving, you're going to sweat, but uh, Bird Dogs is going to take care of you there as well. The anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. I, I like my Bird Dogs so much because, again, you can transition well from uh, being active outdoors to uh, just chilling in the summer. So love that uh, versatility of the Bird Dogs here. And really nice that uh, if you uh, Act on the offer now that we have at uh, Locked On. You'll get this uh, free Yeti-style tumbler here I put on the screen. If you're watching and consuming the show on YouTube, yeah, you can consume your favorite cold beverage or hot beverage here with your Bird Dogs. Nice uh, Yeti-style tumbler. It's something that you can uh, take out to barbecues, uh, chill in your backyard, keep your drinks ice cold there. So good bonus-free gift there available. And really, Bird Dogs, send in the backyard wearing my bird dog shorts sipping out of this cup you can't uh, get better than that go to birddogs.com slash locked on nfl or enter the promo code locked nfl for free yeti style tumbler that's this one here if you're watching on youtube with your order that's birddogs.com slash locked nfl or promo code locked nfl for free yeti style tumbler you'll want to take your bird dogs off no you won't you'll want to keep them on we promise you bird dogs and uh, birddogs.com. Check it out now and to get this remarkable deal with this free Yeti style tumbler. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. It is time to continue the show and break down the Steelers in more depth here on Lockdown Fantasy Football. 
we're going to look at now their wide receiver core. George Pickens or Deontay Johnson? Where do you go here to decide which of these Steelers receivers are going to draft? Right now, you got to look at them both as wide receiver threes. Why is that? Well, it's not necessarily a high-volume passing game. You have now a new receiver, really two. You have Allen Robinson coming into the mix. They're going to use more 11 personnel, but they also have Calvin Austin back healthy to be a factor working the slot, the speedster there. So they have a couple more mouths to feed here with that vacated looks here. And it's 80 only vacated targets. That's the six fewest in the NFL. We know a lot of them already existed from last year with Chase Claypool being traded midseason there. So he vacated those uh, 50 targets last year. Steven Sims accounts for 23 of the others. So 73 of the eight vacated targets. Uh, total of 80 from Claypool and Sims. So they're already adjusted to those guys. Now you add Austin and Robinson. Let's look at the numbers for Pickens and Johnson last year. Pickens, wide receiver 37. He finished overall in half-point PPR, but wide receiver 49 in terms of average points per game. Very similar numbers for Deontay Johnson. Wide receiver 39 in fantasy there. So well out of the wide receiver threes. And way down there, wide receiver 51. So very similar numbers there, well outside of a viable fantasy football production. Now, let's look at the rankings this year. You have Johnson, wide receiver 31, back in the top 36. Pickens just out of it at wide receiver 37. This is according to the half-point expert uh, consensus uh, rankings for PPR leagues here. So something to look at there with those numbers. Now, Interesting for Deontay Johnson, very good numbers overall, 147 targets. He caught 86 of those, 882 yards, so still challenged for 1,000 yards. Some might say that he didn't feel like that last year. Well, the biggest reason why he disappointed fantasy is zero touchdowns. You really need a scoring threat from your wide receiver to really pump that up. So if you consider that wide receiver 51 with zero touchdowns, it's not great, but it's still a little bit encouraging that there's going to be positive touchdown regression this year. Now let's look at uh, what we got from George Pickens. He did more with big plays. He had actually 801 yards. So only 81 less. He had uh, only 84 targets caught 52, a little bit more big play threat with 15 plus yards per catch. He ended up with four TDs along with 801 yards. So that's why they were so close in the numbers. He also added 24 yards rushing in a TD. So they are going to use them on wrinkle plays with a chance to have some impact scoring. We saw Claypool be a big part of that the occasional rushing opportunity near the red zone to score as well. So when you look at it, I mean, Johnson had very good metrics overall. He was the go-to guy all over the field. I think look at George Pickens. He's a big slot, still kind of uh, working into his own here. You'll have more 11 personnel with Allen Robinson. You might have to share some slot time with Calvin Austin. So I'm going to be buyer beware of George Pickens. I love the player individually, but are the Steelers going to totally unleash him? That's a, a question we have to see play out. But Johnson has that steady floor. Pickens does have maybe the higher ceiling, but it's also a higher bust rate that comes with it. So when you look at it, I think Johnson is still better than both of these or both of these guys there with the wide receiver three value. So Calvin Austin, you're not looking there, Allen Robinson either. So Really good in position for Johnson. I think there is a chemistry developing between him and Kenny Pickett. It just was a little slow. I think the red zone opportunities will come and the scores as well to boost those numbers. And I think this offense passing game overall will be more productive. So I think you'll see more of the targets float towards Pickens that come from Johnson. But I think you'll see a more efficient Johnson, better uh, trips to the end zone. And uh, I think you'll see a little bit big playability. So I still would lean towards him. I think – you look at the touchdown regression, I think it's in his favor strongly. I think Pickens 
Maybe be a five touchdown guy. If he's a big play dependent guy, I think that could be the number that he's stuck on. And don't forget about Robinson coming into it either. So I'm not going to bang the table too high for these guys, but I, I feel like Johnson is more trustworthy as wide receiver three and Pickens, maybe a little bit more hype, just like he was as a rookie fade him a little bit in relation to the veteran Johnson. I mean, they paid him a big contract for a reason. He's a smooth route runner, has great hands. He's going to rack up the numbers consistently is the go-to guy here for, Pickett, so don't look past that and just uh, jump into word Pickens or Austin here this season. All right, speaking of Pickett, he'll be the final question we ask in our third segment here on Locked On Fantasy Football. We told you at the top that this episode of Locked On Fantasy Football is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. And really, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. It's just really nice because they're going to make something streamlined and customized and everything's going to look great for you and your small business to bring in the hires and the interested job seekers that you want. It's easy to create it. You just put all the information up there and in minutes, you're good to go with a free job post on LinkedIn jobs. All you have to do then is to add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring simple tools like screening questions, make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience. So you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It is really a trustworthy way to go to hire. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one developing and delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnFL. And you can post your job completely for free. Terms and conditions do apply. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, it is time to close the show here at Locked On Fantasy Football. Looking at the Pittsburgh Steelers, we asked about Najee Harris. We asked about uh, the receivers, George Pickens versus Deontay Johnson. Now we ask, does Kenny Pickett have some deep sleeper value here in 2023? Well, it wasn't great for Pickett. He started uh, really 12 games, played in 13 games. They're relieving uh, Trubisky in the first action, but took over as a starter there. QB 28 was the finish uh, there in terms of uh, his overall scoring. He actually was QB 32, so one of the last starting quarterbacks rated behind Brock Purdy there and uh, right before Zach Wilson. So not very good here. Wilson Pickett, interesting. Those guys were tied once again with their last names and all that good stuff as uh, younger quarterbacks. But when you look at that, for sure, I mean, it's – Hard to trust Kenny Pickett, right? He only had one out of his 13 games that he had viable QB1 numbers, putting up uh, more than 19 points per game. He is now ranked at QB22 ever, so an aggressive jump here, at least six spots from his overall finish from last year, 10 spots from his average finish from last year. Is this warranted? Well, I think the big entry point into this is his rushing ability. Now, we saw last year he was involved quite a bit with the rushing attack, 237 yards and three TDs, so 
something to look at there. He could push towards 400 yards rushing and five TDs. Those would be pleasing numbers. Now, you actually complement them with better passing numbers. They really reined it back. He only had 184.9 yards per game, 2,404 yards in these 13 games, seven TDs, only nine interceptions. They're completed, however, 63% of his passes. That's good. What can bump up in that is the 6.2 yards per attempt. So when you look at that, what you're looking for maybe is to push again through toward those 30 TDs when you're a quarterback that depends a lot of your passing. It does more of a burden of that, but Pickett just does enough running here. So if you can get to 400 yards and five TDs, now you're in business, right? Do you already have then, if you do the quick math there, you have 40 fantasy points that way, plus the five TDs, another 30. So you have 70 of your fantasy points there that are creating majority. Now let's uh, consider what his passing volume could be. Based on his numbers, I think you'll shoot past 200 yards passing, a little bit of a modest total. Let's say it just goes there. Even you're looking at 3,400 to 3,500 yards there. Can he get to the 20-plus TDs? That's going to be the key here to have more fantasy football viability and deliver as a platoonable kind of QB2 that you can play the matchups with. I think there are going to be opportunities there. Weapons are too good. When you add Robinson to Pickens and Johnson, you got Austin, you got Freemuth, you got Harris out of the backfield. There's a lot of weaponry in the offense line upgraded. So he's going to hang in there and not take as many sacks. Less pressure means throwing less into coverage and interceptions and all that. So pick it again. He doesn't need to have big numbers to be viable in fantasy. If you can get to in the 20 to 25 touchdown range, I think you're in good shape here with the passing. If you can add five on the ground and if you can put it all together and look towards the 4,000 yards uh, there. That's what you're looking for, I think. So around 3,500 yards, uh, passing about 500 uh, rushing. That would be like kind of the ceiling spot here for where we'd expect Kenny Pickett to put up those numbers. So I think there's definitely some deep sleeper merit. I think this overall Steelers offense will be a little bit more explosive, open things up in the passing game. They have better weapons, better blocking. And uh, Najee Harris saying some things up downfield with his uh, strong running as well. So, I think there's just too much there to just ignore Pickett. I'm not going to bang the table and say you have to go after him here, but he's one of the sleepers you can stash nicely here that no one's going to go after. That's why he's uh, QB 22. He's well within the QB twos here that you look at. So if you're not totally satisfied with your QB one, we're looking at Deshaun Watson or Kirk Cousins kind of is not the guy you want to play every week based on the matchups. I think you can go on and on with Jared Goff, someone you consider as well. That's when you can really strike on picket, play the matchups, use his uh, receivers to his advantage, and find some places where there could be some back and forth scoring here. So we know the Bengals can put up a lot of points with Joe Barrow. The Ravens expect to be more explosive than Lamar Jackson. Same thing with uh, the Browns and Deshaun Watson. So you're hoping that some of those games in the black and blue AFC North open up in the passing game a little bit, allowing Pickett to put up more pleasing numbers with both his legs and his arm. So there you have it. You have uh, some positive vibes coming from the Steelers for sure with all their offensive skill players uh, led by Kenny Pickett in year two, trying to settle everything down here. So really like the Steelers' offensive upside here in 2023 in relation to a lot of other teams. So that's your breakdown of the Steelers. Uh, Everydayers, thanks again for making Locked on Fantasy Football. You first listen every day. Our next show will turn our attention to the Houston Texans as we start looking at teams and up by glory by city in the AFC South. So we'll look at the Texans, break them down, again, the Colts, again, the Jaguars, again, the Titans, and then home stretch, including uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. So a lot of good teams still left to talk about in our series. If you missed any of the archives, check it up there with uh, all the NFC teams and everyone in the 
AFC East as well as to AFC North. Available to you now wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe and follow for free. We're on YouTube as well. Part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. For Locked On Fantasy Football, this has been Vinny Iyer. We'll check you out next time with an in-depth look at the three key questions for fantasy football with the Houston Texans. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.